Hi, this is Bill Brown of the Houston Astros. This is Sunday Strohs, a podcast brought to you each and every Sunday covering all the week's action and news. If it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strohs. Sunday strolls again. Now this is going to be a little bit different because obviously we've got the off season now. So, but there's always stuff to talk about. We've got trade rumours. You know, we can, we can have a bit of fun with this because at the end of the day, we don't really know what's going to be going on. Um, but you know, as always, plenty to talk about, and it's always going to be a good fun. And I'm going to ask how you doing over there, Rob. You know, um, it's been a, feels like a long time since we've chatted, even though it's only been a week. Yeah, I think we said goodbye to each other last Sunday, and that's it, man. I haven't talked to you really very much at all, so I'm pretty excited to talk to you today. I think it should be a a very natural, uh, wonderful talk between two good buddies, you know. Uh, life for me could be better, you know, but, you know, I'm trying to, you know, n- you know, try to, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a word to do it, uh, be distracted, try to get distracted every once in a while yeah. from real life. And, you know, talking to you about the Astros is, is a great a great break away from life for me right now. So I'm looking forward to talking to you. So let's get going, well, bud. Like, like I mentioned last week, in it, Rob, you know, that's what we all, that's why we were, we were loving how far we got. Because, we, we, you know, the team distracts us from life, doesn't it? But now it's down to conversation time because obviously our guys have, uh, we're going to have to wait until 2021. So this is what keeps it fresh, and I think people love that about it, because we keep it rolling and we keep Astros. But, I mean, have you got any little tidbits, a little bit of news for us, Rob? I mean, that's all I've really picked up on. Is there anything you wanted to chat about in terms of, like, development or news with us? Well, one thing is that, if you remember when I said that our podcast was old enough to vote, now... This is episode twenty-one. We're old enough to drink. We can drink. <laughs> we can drink while we're doing it now. I know it's. We recorded on Sunday morning, so you know I already had two cups of coffee, so I couldn't have another one. But anyway, we're twenty-one. Congratulations! And I believe the first couple episodes were during the off season, and now it's now it's back to the off season. And I I, I love talking about it just as much. I mean, it's fun both ways because there's just so much going and there's so many questions, especially for our outfield, but we'll talk about that later. But did you happen to see uh, the uh, the game last night? I didn't see it, but I just saw some highlights how the they made a bad throw and then the catcher, you know, it was just blunt. It was like blunder after blunder. And you know, like base running error, throwing error, catching error, and the Rays ended up winning. And I'm pretty happy about that. So the World Series is tied two to two, a wild finish, and neither one of us care who wins, right? I mean, I do. I want the Rays to win because I hate LA Dodgers. Uh, pretty much. I mean, I, I, I was talking about this the other day. I was saying, you know, I'm, I'm not really invested in this World Series. I'd be a complete liar if I said it was. 
of course, you know, naturally you're going to lean more towards the Rays if they win. Have I watched a single game? No. I mean, the only team I stay up to watch, as we know, is the Astros. So I'm not going to be staying up till two or three in the morning to watch these games. But, of course, with, 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 with what's been going on with the Dodgers, how the hell could I even back those guys, you know? But I did see highlights of last night. And uh, what, what an absolute, you know, it's like a comedy sketch. It was absolutely <laughs> I know I've seen some bad, you know, some bad errors. I mean, including from our own team, but that was wild. They, it was just insane. But like you say, it's tied now. I mean, I was keeping up online the score just before I drifted off to sleep, and I thought, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's not looking so great for the Rays. But then that's the beauty of baseball, and of course, I want the Rays to win. If, if I'm if I'm being honest, but. I'll be honest with you, Rob. I'm not really that invested in it. I mean, I think anybody who knows me well, like Braves are always my secondary team. Like they've always been the guys where I'm like, yeah, you know, if the Astros are out, I'll go with the Braves. But th- as soon as they came out, I was like, there's no point watching baseball anymore. You know, there's there's no one I can really get behind full stop now. So yeah, it's. I hope the Rays do win, but it's going to be an interesting uh, World Series. That's for sure for the rest of it. Well, you got to learn how to be a hate watcher. You got to watch teams you hate just to watch them lose. But I'll tell you this: I want the Rays to win because I don't want the Dodgers to win. But if the Dodgers do win, I'm not going to lose any sleep at all because I really don't care. If the Astros don't win, I don't care who does win. So let's dive into some roster news. Uh, I'll start with this: Josh James. He was injured. He came back. And then he left the game in the playoffs, uh, I guess, for his hip or something. And he, I think it was his back, but I guess it's his hip because he's having hip surgery. And he's yep. going to be out six to eight months. And I think uh, eight months will be, I think they said June. And I don't know how big of a loss Josh James is going to be. So, uh, But what about Gold Glove? I wanted to get your opinion on this. The Gold Glove finalist came out, and it is – uh, computer-based, it's stat-based, because when I saw the uh, nominees, I was surprised by one and that got on there from our team, and I was shocked by another one that got left off. So we had Yuli Gurriel, great defensive first baseman, Correa, best, first, I mean, best shortstop in baseball, and here's the two shockers, Kyle Tucker. Somehow the computers have him as a gold glove outfielder, but Machete Maldonado is not. Discuss. Well, straight away, you know, you know, you know what I'm going to say about Machete. I mean, I I think we've all had a comment or two about that. I mean, what? You know, there's there's an error in the system. I was shot by Kyle Tucker, but to be honest with you, he he had some great saves in the postseason. But across the whole the whole season, you know, regular into post, I'm I'm really shocked he made it. And I'll be honest with you, Yuli Gurriel earns it. Correa obviously earns it. You know, I mean, no disrespect to Yuli, but to be honest with you, the defense is where he's been at in the postseason because he wasn't great up at the plate, you know. Um, but yeah, I I was really shocked by Kyle Tucker. I don't obviously great RBI machine, but. I didn't get the reference to a gold glove, I'll be honest. Yeah, I had no idea. And I thought it was voting. And then I, you know, I read into it a little bit more. 
And I guess the the finalists are somehow done by computers. Ooh. I guess there's no eye test, but I guess uh, humans will be voting on those three. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think we have a chance with Correa. I don't. I don't know if Yuli has a chance because mm-hmm. I think I think uh, they may have their uh, eyes set on other people. But I really do think we'll get one with Correa. And I'm oh, pretty do. upset that Machete got snubbed by the computers because we all know how awesome he is. I mean, there was a guy uh, I forget his second name. He's uh, quite a, a popular guy on on the Twitter universe. The, uh, I forget his second name. It might be it's, it's Tony McAdams or something or other. If, I, if I've got Tony that wrong, Adams, that's the guy. Yeah. And he was he was coming out with some interesting reasons as to why Maldonado hadn't been chosen, and I understand. But still, from a fan point, you think he's put way more effort in and, and been way more, you know, in terms of like contributing than Kyle Tucker for a Gold Glove, in my opinion. But hey, that's that's computers for you, I guess. Yep. So let's get into our. Oh, you know what? Let's talk about. You know what we haven't talked about yet? I've mm-hmm. talked about it with other people, but not mm-hmm. you. The Luno mm-hmm. interview. What's your What's your opinion on that? Well, I. You see, I, the reason I always bring this up is I was waiting for that Luno interview. Um, Malinifa drew me attention to it. She mentioned, you know, that it was coming on in a Houston. Houston news station, you know, talk show station. I thought, I've got to see this. Luckily, they put it out. And I watched it. And personally, what I what I found interesting is the fan base were immediately jumping on him and saying, oh, you know, he's after another job in the MLB. He'll do anything to clear his name. You know, yada, yada, yada. But I didn't find that from the interview. I didn't find that at all. He not once really did he mention that he was looking to get back into MLB. He was actually more talking about hockey, even NFL, even European football, which surprised me. I was like, that's quite interesting because they actually would be really good as a Premier League manager in, in, in football. He'd be great at it. And I, I, I found it, to be honest with you, um, some would say timely, but I, I just disagree. I, I thought he came off quite well. Um, the only thing that really stuck out to me in that conversation. We could have a whole episode about this, in my opinion, but the only thing that really stuck out to me was what I didn't know and disturbed me slightly was the mention that people who were a part of and willing to participate in those systems are still in the clubhouse and are still part of the organisation. Now, that I didn't like because I was under the impression that we'd gotten rid of them all or at least, you know, a good 99% of them, that disturbed me a little bit, I won't lie, because they've got rid of, as it were, the roots of the problem, but there's still some guys there, according to Jeff Luno, which kind of shocked me a little bit. But other than that, I didn't have a problem with it. The only thing I do have a problem with, it brings all the fire stokers back, you know. We're trying to get rid of this, aren't we? Let's be honest, there's a fan base, let's be honest, we're trying to move past it. And that I didn't like. I, I, I just think whatever anybody does that was part of that, it's always going to stoke the fires again. You're going to get the haters coming out, the conspiracy theories coming out again, and that that damages the team again, you know. And we almost get blindsided of the achievements we've made this season if we're not careful. Luckily, I'm not that way inclined, but it's very easy to get distracted by 
Jeff Lunda was interviewing to thinking, oh yeah, yeah, cheaters again, you know, and you think, we need to get rid of that, we need to get rid of that branding. You described it perfectly, buddy, when you said the fire poker, because after that interview, I was angry. I was so mad because it's, it's all it did, all he did was deny everything. Mm. I don't have anything to do with it. And, mm. and all it really did is seem like he wants to get another job, which he might, he may or may not get one. I don't really care. Mm. But it just brought up the cheating scandal again. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm sick of hearing about it. I, I was mm. so sick of hearing about it. That my wife had to calm me down <laughs> from making – because I'll tell you this. I, I, if you make me upset enough, I will make decisions that I regret later on in life because I'm very passionate. And I'm telling you this. I was so angry and so sick, and so – and, and it makes me mad at the, the people involved in it. Mm-hmm. I, I, whenever the cheating scandal comes up – that's what I do. I think about why'd you guys do this? Like mm, mm. You, you guys are putting us through this because mm. you did the, all that stuff. Mm. I mean, I couldn't make the decision to not have to put up with it anymore. Mm. All I have to do is say, I'm done with you. I'm done with the Astros. But my wife said, just settle down. Just settle down and think about it. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, I know, freaking no, we weren't the only ones cheating. There's no way. There's no way we're the only ones, and that's what kind of brought me back down. But this stuff isn't going to go away, and I just want honesty. Mm. Like, Like they're promoting this big interview, and honestly, guy, he didn't say anything. You know, he didn't say, you know, here's what really happened. All he, yeah. did was, all he did was deny everything. Like, he didn't know anything. And I know the part he was saying that he kind of knew about was just like, well, yeah, I mean, they they we had a, a group that was looking at videos trying to learn the other team's signs, you know, but I didn't know that was illegal. But I don't know. I mean, he was like, the Astros cheated. Yes, they cheated. And yes, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. If you are sorry, just tell us everything you know. Be truly honest with us. Don't you know? Don't say you didn't read the emails. I think it's it's like I mentioned a minute ago. You know, I I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. The the idea of just I thought interesting. But as I say, the catch twenty two of it is the fires that get brought back. And and I, I tell you this, and I, I'm not a, a you know a, a you know, a leader of any sort, but it, I just say to people, don't bother getting involved in these arguments because you're never going to win. You're dealing with very ignorant people who haven't looked into the history of it all. They don't understand that it is that it is a part of the game and that we're not the only ones. You know, I've said this before, just save your breath because it is easily to get irritated and that did bring it back to a lot of us fans and you know what? We didn't need to do it. He said it a million times. He said it himself, just London. We didn't need to do it. And that's the aggravating thing. But I'll finish mm-hmm. it on this. I do know that when I was, when all this scandal had broke, it was that big. 
Rob, that it broke UK news. Now, that never happens. Baseball <laughs> is never spoken about in England. It's not a thing. You know, I've said this plenty of times. And I even had people who knew that I supported the Astros ask me about this thing. You know, they, they, suddenly they became interested, not in the sport, but in this, what's this thing about? How did they do it? You know, everyone wanted to know. And the BBC, who's, who's based in Manchester now, there was a guy that had come across my page, and he asked me to come on to the show. And I had to literally, I felt like I was i was in a court of law. I had to literally do what Mike Schwab's done, not to the, the same depth, but go through as many history, you know, mentions of cheating and how old it is and how sophisticated it was and technology was being used. And I was trying to say to this guy, you know, that it's it's not, we're not the only team. And I think even by the end of it, I remember his words. He said, you made a convincing argument there. And that's all I wanted to do. I just wanted to make sure that people, you know, who listen out here in England understand we're not the only ones. You know, it's important to, to get that message across to people. We're not the only ones. That doesn't make it right, by the way. Yeah. It's just a point we're not the only ones, you know? You know, after the... After the interview, they did talk to uh, the commissioner, and he said, yeah, you know, he talked about the 22,000 emails and this and that. He goes, but we got a lot of other proof that he's not bringing up. And also, you know, he he didn't expect to get fired or whatever anybody says, and everybody gets mad that the players didn't get in trouble. But But again, people keep forgetting this. When they caught the Red Sox and the Yankees, they both got fined for different things, but in part using, you know, electronics to steal signs. And they sent a letter to everybody. No Mm. more doing this. If if you're caught doing this, your general manager and the field manager, that's Luno and Hinch, you're Mm -hmm. the two that's going to pay. So he knew it. And then when he said, oh, I didn't know if he cheated. And they're like, hey, we're watching you. We're watching you. And he said, well, I went down and asked AJ, are y'all cheating? And he told me no. You know, aren't you going to investigate that a little bit more? It's your team. You're in charge of the team. I'm sorry. I mean, I'll tell you this. I'm like you. I watched the interview, and I was like, man, that guy seems really believable. You know, he's got the little notebook and all that. And and then after 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 it was over and I thought about it more, that's when I kind of changed my mind and got upset. Anyway, let's move on, buddy. Let's move on. We got a we got a poll to go to cover here, and then I got some more notes about free agency because because that's kind of what the off season's about. So let's do with the poll, and it's who will the Astros offer uh, or was it extend the qualifying offer to? Mm-hmm. And it's Springer, Brantley, or both because. We have four free agents, and I think it's Peacock and Reddick, but they're not going to offer it to those guys because it's $18.9 million. So if they extend it to them and they accept it, it's one year, $18.9 million. If they turn it down and sign somewhere else, the Astros get a draft pick. So what do you think? Who do you think they're going to offer it to, one or the other or both? I, I initially I was going to say just Springer, but I think logically, why not both? Why not? You know, it's it, money. Obviously, it's going to be the contributing factor, but I think 
I can realistically see him giving it a try at both. We don't know what Click and the rest of the guys have got up the sleeve, but I think why the hell not? You know, you've got to be you've got to be in it to win it. I, I think both. I mean, I don't know what you think, Rob. I'll tell you this: the the option of picking Brantley only should be zero. Mm. Mm. It should be totally zero. It shouldn't even be an option, actually, but it mm. got 17% of the votes. And this is why. Not to say anything bad about the people that voted, but there's no way George Springer is not going to get offered or extended the qualifying offer. There's no way yeah. because he's not going to accept it, one, because he's not going to – he's 31 years old. He's not going to take a one-year deal. You know, they may offer him a contract. I know they're going to offer him something, but will he take it? I don't know. You know, he's he's going to be like the number one free agent this year, so he's going to get a lot of money. And eighteen point nine is more than is less than he's going to make. So they're going to give it to him because if he doesn't sign, they get the draft pick. Now yeah. you go to Michael Brantley; he made fifteen million. Last year, I believe, because he, I think he got two years, 30 million. I could be wrong. I don't know. I had it picked. I had it on the computer earlier. But the thing about Brantley is, you know, I think the reason they offer it to these guys is because they think they're going to turn it down so that they could get the draft pick out of it. So if you, if, if you don't think Brantley's going to want to stay, then you don't offer it to him. But if you think he's going to take it, then you don't offer it to him because then you're going to have to pay him $18.9 million. And I think I thought all along that I don't think they can afford Springer, but they're going to try to get him. But I think they can afford Brantley, but I don't know if he's going to want to stay, you know, because he wasn't part of the 17 team, but he's, mm. getting, a, he's getting abused for it. But he kind of escaped a little bit of it this year. But is he going to want to stick around? So if if you don't think either one of these guys are going to want to stay, then you offer it to both of them. But I don't know what the Astros do. I mean, is Brantley worth one year, 18.9? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go with both, too. I, I say mm-hmm. offer, it, offer it to both of them. If Brantley accepts it, good. But that's all up to them. It's all up to them if they want to pay Brantley $18.9 million. That's So I say both. Yeah, I think it's a difficult one because we touched upon it um, last episode, we certainly spoke about it with Rob from Newsom Sports Talk as well. It's like the idea that obviously as fans, we, without a doubt, if it came between the two, we're going to back Springer to the hill. There's no question about that. Um, but then we've got the consistency, calm, collectiveness and veteran of uh, Brantley. Um, and of course, in, in an ideal world, if in a fairy tale wonderland, we'd like to keep both, but mm-hmm. I think you know that's why I, I like to go with both because I think, like I say, you've got to be in it to win it. But we we want them, we want both. I think they've got different things to offer, but they are you know ultimately essential key of the team. I mean, look at the postseason, cinema, but you know it's it's going to come to the crunch where we're either going to lose one or we're going to lose both. That's what I believe, you know. And yeah, I think. People are still clinging to Reddit. I think Reddit's a goner, you know, and and I'm going to be blunt with you here. I'm not going to shed any tears over that. I, I think he's had his moments amazing defensively. I mean, that is a gold lover right there, but he's been relatively pretty useless up at the plate. 
And I just think I'm not really going to lose any sleep. He, he, he was there when we needed him. You know, he's been right for the team when we've needed him. But um, I think Brantley and Springer are obviously way more key, way more key to keep hold of. Yeah, Brent, uh, Reddick makes $13 million, and I think his uh, stock has went down. He's not going to make that. The Astros mm. signed him four years, 52. And Brantley actually makes 16 this year. So that, that'll be a pretty good deal. So it all depends on the money. James Click said something of about course. the money yeah. and he's yeah. making it, you know, cause they're very, very close to that, uh, tax threshold. Mm. But if you want to move to this, if they don't sign them, who are they going to sign? You know, they're going to have to sign somebody. I mean, I, they're not going to go with Miles Straw. I mean, if they are, then they're going to have a liability. And I mean, I don't think Miles Straw and and uh, Josh Reddick is too too big of a drop off. So maybe they will. I don't know. I, the only ones that keep coming up that I keep hearing of, and I think Mitzagets mentioned it, some other journalists as well, is that you know if we lost both players, let's say we lose you know Brantley and Springer, the only ones that seem to keep coming up. Is Jackie Bradley Jr. of the Red Sox and Azuna of the Braves, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be complaining if either of those guys joined our team. I'm not going to lie, uh, I wouldn't be particularly offended if either of those guys joined. But the casualty of that is you losing two great players that we love as a fan base, particularly Springer. It's always going to come back to Springer. He's he's like the the you know one of the kings of the team. He's so so essential. Not only that. Wonderful human being as well, and he's become part of Houston folklore almost, certainly with Astros, and it all comes down to that. So they're the only two names that keep coming out. Jackie Bradley Jr. and Azuna of, of the Braves, they're the only two names I've come across mentioned in terms of, you know, hitters. See, another thing you have to to take in mind is Correa is in his final year of arbitration, and he yeah. made he made $8 million this year. And if you yeah. remember, Springer went from like like thirteen million to like twenty one million. So Carlos Correa is going to get a big raise. They're going to have to pay him. And also McCullers, he made four. I don't know how much he's going to make, but they've got arbitration cases, you yeah. know. So they're, they their payroll is going to go up. They don't want to pay that tax. So who knows? But I I mean we talked about I have this too, Marcelo Suna. A good bat, but he's a defensive liability. And Jackie Bradley Jr. is a gold glove and a a left-handed bat. So, you know, he could be there. They say Brantley's a cheap option, but is Brantley going to want to stay? It's going to be a very interesting offseason. I think so. I mean, the other thing I was reading about, and it keeps coming back, is if we just move it on to the picture element, it's now, there's this conflicting story element now that's just started coming around the last couple of days that Asuna won't be ready at all for the 2021 season now. So that's come back out of the woodwork, that apparently he's not going to be on the roster for 2021. There's really, really strong rumours from credited journalists saying this. So mm-hmm. then, then when we could be down on a closer... And it, it, it starts, that's a big rumour that's circulating. It's still not quite sure if he needs Tommy John or not. It's come back again, the rumour of he may need Tommy John, but he's just not willing to quite commit to it yet. 
So that's a, that's another interesting story that keeps circulating from from reputable people as well. So you yeah. think, well, there's going to be a closer down again as well. You know? Yeah, Brian McTaggart, he had the uh, mailbag the other day, and he said we may never see JV and Osuna again in Astros yeah. uniform. And yeah. that, and someone asked him if Presley, if they're going to try to get a closer, but he said, in his opinion, he said Presley did good and that he'll be our closer uh, going forward. But hopefully, if COVID's, you know, mm. tailed off a bit, we'll get Joe Smith back. And I have yes. Brady's, uh, Rayleigh. They found out there was a, a two million dollar option, and I, I'm pretty sure they're going to take him up on that deal. You got Taylor and Scrub. So only thing I know as far as besides the outfielders that we need is one relief pitcher, and they talked about Liam Hendricks, Alex yes. Colome, yeah. who is a closer, so he yeah. could be the closer. Yes. And and yeah. then uh, Blake Trinan. So those guys are going to be free agents. So we could see those guys added to the bullpen, and I'd yeah. love I'd love to see that. But again, I, I I mean you may not think this. The people listening to this may not think this. But I don't know if anyone's going to want to come here, to be honest with you. I really don't. It's a tricky one because, like we've mentioned, you know, we, we've talked about the changing of the changing of the jerseys. You know, that has an effect and so on. But I just think with all the heat that we're getting and the reoccurring heat and the scapegoating that we've talked about many, many times, it's a very, 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 very good question. Would they really want to be here? Who knows? Who knows? And then, obviously, we always said this as well, but it always comes down to the money as well. So it's a money slash reputation thing. It's going to be, like say, quite an interesting off-season, to say the least, you know. They had some cheaper options at outfield that they listed, too. Jake Marisnik, Jock Peterson, and Robbie Grossman. I could see Marisnik coming back because he was part of it. You know, come back and get booed, buddy. You deserve it. You're part of it. But who knows? I mean, like I'm saying, if you're a free agent, like be honest with yourself. We love the Astros. If there's fans in the stadium, they're going to get harassed. And why would you want to put yourself in that if you didn't have anything to do with it? I mean, uh, if you're someone like Trout and they offer you like $40 million a year, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for the money. But, I mean, if, if you have to choose – I mean, I don't know. I mean, being on a winning team, a team that's, you know – full of studs at least for one year that's you know that could be enticing so it's i don't know i don't know i'm very curious to see if we can land a decent free agent i'm pretty curious about that i'm very very curious and that's the thing i'm more curious than ever because like you just mentioned we are whatever way we look at it whether it be pitching whether it be hitting we're going to lose some absolutely key key people in this and it is pretty worrying but it makes it exciting I mean is this all part of the rebuild I mean I would say so you know because we have to look at it like that see you talked about the jersey you take the jersey off you're no longer a villain so that's that Springer he he goes somewhere else they're not going to care the, the, the everybody on his team the sports writers for that team the fans of the team they're all going to forgive him they're all going to it's over as soon as well, he changes uniforms, he's no longer a bad guy. There was a, a great example of this is somebody that 
I don't care, I like him. But a great example of that is, and he wasn't even a villain in terms of corruption and things he did wrong. It's just because he took more money. Bryce Harper, you know, he was seen as a sellout. He sold out Washington Nationals, some would say. And then he went to the Phillies. And at one point, even his own fan base in the Phillies were booing him on the field. He got it in the neck all through that season. But he didn't care. He almost relished in it. So there's that aspect as well, where you say, are they going to relish in that? Are they going to, are they going to kind of feed off that and say, I don't care? You know, even if they do get that negative attention in the stands, I think that almost drives certain players on, depending on the personality. So there's that aspect as well, where it may drive players on. Well, buddy, we talked before we came on uh, to do the show, and we wanted to keep it under 30 minutes. And we're already over the 30-minute mark. And we haven't even done fair or foul yet. So we better get to that. I think everybody's waiting for it. <laughs> and they've had to wait like 30 minutes already. So let's get to it. Let's get to fair or foul, Rob. And this is 100% honesty. You have two and I have three. And you don't know mine. I don't know yours. And this is the funnest way to do it. We have no videos this week. You know, doing the videos that keeps that keeps that that keeps us from being able to do that because one mm. of us has to know the questions to give it to somebody. But we have no video this week, so uh, you want me to do my three? Let's do my three, you or you want to go back and forth? I'll do my first one. You go for yours, Rob. We'll go back and forth because I have three. All cool. right, fair or foul. Number one, and number one is actually a two-parter. Uh, keeping the new rules for next year, because I know they're already talking about it. Fair or foul, the man on second, fair or foul, seven-inning doubleheaders. Foul. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, I, I don't know whether it's because uh, I'm a purist and I just like it, but I have not enjoyed those elements to it. And I know we had uh, Dustin Garneau on at one point who who would have mentioned that as well, but it's just not. It's not something I'd like to keep at all. Uh, it's worked for this, but no, no, not at all. I'd say foul. Foul on both of them? Yeah, I've got to be honest. I've not enjoyed those elements to it at all. Foul on both. I say for sure foul on the man on second. Mm. And I, I, The seven-inning doubleheader, I, I don't really have a problem with that, especially if they're going to sh- – I don't know. I mean, it really – it really makes the game go by fast. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're playing a lot of games. It, you know, you're not taxing because if you have a double header, you have to use a lot of guys. You have to. I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm okay with the seven inning double header, but I'm also okay with both of them being gone forever. But this guy on second, <laughs> don't like it. Super foul guy on second. Go ahead, buddy. Well, I think we mentioned it before, but I'm going to bring it up again in a different wording. And it's just because we don't know the state of the world at the moment. And I think it's an interesting one. Fans back in the stands by April 2021. And I don't mean like, I don't mean spaces apart and two metres and all these restrictions. I mean a full packed ballpark. April 2021, fair or foul? Foul. I mean, I the, the, the COVID is already peaking up again. It's already going mm-hmm. up. 
But you know what I think it yeah, is? Right. It's it's going up in the places that it was low. It's kind of like mm. they kind of started relaxing in those areas. But I mean, if if you have, because I I was looking at the schedule. It's like spring training already starts in February, and we're almost to the end of October. We're yes. we're we're three months away. This isn't going away. Yeah. I can see I can see what they're doing for the World Series. You know, with eleven eleven thousand or twenty five percent, I can see that happening. I don't think I'll go to a game, but. You know, I I don't see it at full capacity, Sal. I mean, uh, I don't. I, I think that's what I mean. I think we discussed it so long ago. And I think it was when the world was starting to look a little bit more, you know, relaxed and, and positive and that we might get rid of it. But I've got to say foul now. And that's why I wanted to bring it up more specifically April. And I think it ties into that previous fair foul pretty well as well, because you know, if we're not looking at getting it cleared by 2021, these new rules might have to be in place again. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm kind of staying with the World Series in a way, uh, but the the Rangers put artificial turf in their stadium, and I had to look it up. There's there's only five teams, and they have a retractable roof, and I don't see why they have artificial turf with a with a retractable roof, but fair or foul. The Rangers putting artificial turf in their new stadium. Uh, um, you know, if I'm going to go down historical route, I'm going to say foul because that to me is just like, are you just trying to be the Astrodome here? <laughs> are you taking another one of our things? You've already stolen the design of Minute Maid Park. You know, everybody knows it. You know, you're just trying to like literally just, you know, take everything that Houston and the Astrodome and the legacy of the Astros has done. Uh, it's a foul just because of that. I know it's petty, but foul. Yeah, I looked it up. Uh, the Diamondbacks and the Marlins—they have retractable roofs, and they—they they just recently switched to the turf. Uh, Texas has the turf, and they all have retractable roofs. But Tampa Bay and Toronto are in dome, so that's two of the five. But I, I say I, I haven't seen it. I've never felt it. I mean, I think I – I can't remember where I went, but they have some really nice turf. But if you're you're going to have a retractable roof, you need to have grass. I mean, you're practically outside when the roof's open. Get some grass, <laughs> cheapskate. Foul. <laughs> I'm because it's the Rangers, so it's always going to be a foul. <laughs> <laughs> um, so – this next one, it, it, we've kind of already covered it in the episode, but I mean, I just want to get your general thoughts on it in, in a nutshell. Jeff Lewin, Jeff Lundo interview, fair or foul? Was it necessary or not, basically? Did you like it or not, fair or foul? I liked it. I mean, it was interesting, but it was a foul because he didn't really do anything uh, but deny it. Can you word it again? I, I, I don't think I answered it all. Well, basically, the Jeff Loon new interview, you know, d- did you find it of any value, basically? Did you enjoy you it? Value, no. Did I enjoy it? Yes. But no value. It, it didn't it, – we thought he was going to uncover some things, but it was just mm-hmm. – it, it was just selfish. It was a selfish, mm-hmm. look at me, I'm innocent. You know, he had a chance. He had a chance to clear some people. Hmm. All he all he did was make himself look like, hey, I'm running this team. 
And I don't have any idea what's going on. That's all he did. <laughs> I I'd say, you know, like I say, value, you know, f- you know, foul. But I, I did enjoy it, so I'd say fair on that, just because it was interesting in some respects, but we just yeah. didn't get the answers we were looking for. But we've covered it already, but I thought it'd be a nice round yeah. one fair effect. Yeah, entertain entertaining value, like yeah, I think the hype was bigger than than the actual show, but I did enjoy it. I mean, she asked some good questions, and he made pretty good arguments that you know that he's that he didn't do anything, but I don't care. It, all right, last one, and I just I put this on right at the last minute because I just wanted to put a fashion thing, and we actually talked about doing this one before, and we haven't. But fair or foul, wearing your ball cap backwards. Oh, I absolutely detest it. I'm going to say an absolute foul. I hate it. I absolutely detest it. I just think, no, 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 no. I, I quite put it into words. It, the, the word I can think of is foul. No way. <laughs> I I say foul as well. I mean, there's people that do it all the time and they look okay, but I'll never do it. So if it's backwards, hat, if it's if it's backwards hat for me, no foul. Uh, yeah. But I I don't understand it. You're you're wearing a hat. The logo of your team is on the front. The bill to block the sun out of your eyes is on the front. That's how you should wear it towards the front. <laughs> you know, I've noticed there's the odd Astros cap that I own myself where they've actually put the emblem on the front and the back. It's slightly smaller on the back, and I'm thinking, I know why they've done this. I know why they've done it, and it's because you can wear it back to front, but you just kind of think, no, no, not for me. No way, no way. I don't know whether you have to be ultra cool. Maybe that's the other element. Maybe you have to be you know, super cool you know, to do it. I don't know. Maybe you have to have the, the cool hey. running through your veins to pull it off. I don't know, but it doesn't look right. It doesn't <laughs> hey, that's, look right. that's a fair foul right there. You and I are not cool enough to wear our hats backwards. That's all it is. Apologies to anyone that wears it backwards. I'm not saying yeah, that, that yeah. It, you look. I'm not saying that you look stupid. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, your the the hat. It's like wearing a jacket backwards. Like, why would you want to wear a jacket backwards? I don't know. I don't know. Where you, you know, like your crisscross or something. You know, are you old enough to know crisscrosses? The little, the little rat band that wore their clothes backwards. I have no reference to that. You know, I was more thinking uh, Murdoch in the A team. I know he always used to wear jacket backwards, and he was a nutcase. So that kind of says it all. You know, before you before you tell everybody bye, there there was a picture of a guy. I guess he was from Texas A and M, and he had his hat on backwards. He had his sunglasses, like, around his neck, and he had his hand up blocking the sun so he could see. It's oh, like, my God. It's like, dude, that's what the sunglasses and the hat is for. Stupid. Foul. That, that, that is so a, if that was you, you're, you're dumb. That was a perfect, perfect summary of that. I've not seen that, but you think that's it right there, isn't it? Sums gonna, it all up. I'm going to find it, and I will post it today. Right after we <laughs> Please do, yeah. Fair or foul question number five. Just put up that picture and that sums it up. So, as always, 
Rob. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and that's our first one of the off-season. So I hope you all stick around and uh, keep up with us, and we'll keep you up to date with what we can get. And it's going to be interesting. Let's keep an eye on these trades and rumours, you know, and uh, see where it goes. So take care of yourself, Rob. But until then, if it's Sunday, it's time for Sunday Strolls. Thanks for joining us. See you later. Dustin Garneau of the Houston Astros, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sunday Strohs.